0: the trump search warrant in mar-a-lago updates on the search warrant the response from the radical right extremists calling for defunding of the fbi calling for all fbi agents to be fired what happened to back the blue. I'll tell you what happened. The Republicans are the most hypocritical criminal cartel in the world right now. That's what actually happened. We'll talk about the response by the radical right extremists. And we'll also talk about the response from the media generally, the quote unquote mainstream media, and how they are failing to meet this important moment. At the same time, the media is failing to meet this important moment. Donald Trump was deposed or was supposed to have been deposed in New York in connection with tish james's civil investigation but he took the fifth amendment His invoked his right a fifth amendment against self-incrimination over 440 times during uh, his testimony he didn't answer a single question just invoked the fifth and let's talk about what's going on Uh, in the Biden administration. As all that's happening, Biden is crushing it. Democrats are crushing it. Inflation has zeroed out. Gas prices are down. Jobs are up. Much to discuss on this episode of the Midas Touch podcast. Ben, Brett and Jordy fighting for you for our democracy, fighting with you for our democracy, each and every podcast. Brothers, how are you doing today?
1: doing great i think we need to cede the floor right now to Jordy because the one breaking news story that ben did not mention because we covered it without Jordy on the podcast is Jordy, you're like a you're like a husband now what's up what's up with that married Jordy.
0: he's showing the ring for those listening for For those those listening it's like a ring pop
2: he's wearing a
1: ring pop no i'm
2: just kidding no no but i just want to say yeah I, i got married over the weekend it was so amazing i love my new wife so much alexis i love you uh brothers I love you I hope you loved her before so. you guys got married too that's true I did I did yeah. I should probably revise that but it stays in the pod <laughs> brothers I love you for making the day so special and to all the Midas mighty out there who wished me and, and Lexi um just the many well wishes thank you so much I saw all them come through I couldn't possibly respond to every single one but just know I saw them and it meant the world to us so thank you all so much and brothers, thank you for holding down the fort in my absence.
1: Brother Ben, the officiant, getting a lot of emails, a lot of requests for Ben to officiate weddings, bar mitzvahs, <laughs> you name it. Ben is on the circuit. Ben has found his new passion, did a, did a really great, great, great job. Oh, it's, it's easy when it's your brother. Well, it's actually
0: difficult. It's emotional and tough when it's your brother. But it's easy to uh, invoke how much I love Jordy, how much I love Jordy's uh, new wife, Alexis, and welcome her family to our family. But now let's talk to the Midas Mighty family. And let's start by talking about the Trump search warrant in Mar-a-Lago, as everyone knows by now, unless you truly have been living under a rock on Monday at about 10 a.m. Eastern time, about two dozen FBI agents and technicians showed up at Mar-a-Lago to execute a search warrant to obtain a boxes of government owned documents that were likely in the possession of Trump that were supposed to be delivered back to the National Archives under uh, the 1978 Presidential Records Act. In other words, Donald Trump stole documents that were integral to our national security, refused to turn it over after request, after request, refused to turn it over, turned over some, but then hid the others. And now one of the things we're learning about this raid, Brett, is that there was likely an informant on the inside who specifically directed the FBI agents where the boxes were, what was contained in the boxes, because the FBI agents certainly knew where to look. One of the disinfo pieces I want to immediately dispel is that Trump's lawyer said they weren't on the premises or they weren't around there when a search was taking place. That is false. There was indeed a lawyer who was on the premise. And additionally, one of the things the FBI does is there's three documents that form a warrant, right? There is the affidavit that is in support of the warrant. That document is under seal. One of the things that the kind of Trump disinfo machine is pushing is they were filing it under seal so they could hide it. It's always basically filed under seal. And if Donald Trump wants to unseal it, he could file a petition to unseal it and to make it public. Then there is the warrant, um, which lists what is being searched. If Donald Trump wants to make that public, he can make that public. And finally, there is what's called the return, which talks about all of the documents and the boxes and things that were obtained. Again, if Donald Trump wants to make that public, he should
1: make it public. And not only that, then, but he's act what Mary Eric Garland is actually doing here, what the DOJ and the FBI is doing here is ironically, uh, protecting Donald Trump's constitutional rights. Uh, You know, they didn't go out there to seek to humiliate Donald Trump. They didn't go out there to make a big spectacle out of this. In fact, the person who announced this to the public was Donald Trump himself. He's the one who came out and said, my house was raided and they kicked down the door, you know, just a bunch of lies about what happened. I heard it was a very respectful exchange of people who just, you know, asked to be let in and showed the warrant and went through proper procedures. And uh, ironically, they're actually protecting Donald Trump here and who is able right now, this second, like you said, able to release the search warrant, able to release the itemized list of seized items, Donald Trump. But he's not going to do that because he knows how incriminating it is. And you want to know how incriminating this is? It's so incriminating that the entire Republican Party, a memo went out through the RNC, probably to all the Republicans that the new talking point. The new talking point is the FBI probably planted some really bad shit on Donald Trump. Whatever is (laughs) going to come at it, it was planted. They must have planted some really bad stuff. So when you hear about the really bad stuff that Donald Trump stole and the really bad things that he tried to do with it, It was because the FBI really planted it on him. And what I've noticed time and time, give me like, how does anybody buy any of this garbage? It's just lies and disinformation and endless gaslighting. And if I was a supporter of these people, I would be offended. You are insulting my intelligence by saying things like that. It is so absurd, so ridiculous. And that's why, Ben, when we talk about the media. The media is failing us because they are viewing those perspectives, those batshit crazy lies, gaslighting, disinfo perspectives as the same as one side of an argument. And the fact is, it's not one side of an argument. It's just straight up lies. And if you're trying to find balance in between truth and a lie, the truth does not lie somewhere in the middle. The truth is the truth. And unfortunately, the media is conditioned to report things as this horse race. Well, Democrats are saying this, but Republicans are saying this. So, Democrats, how do you respond to that? Is this going to help Republicans in the midterms? Is this going to help Donald Trump become president? And these are all the wrong questions that should be asked. Every Republican's feet should be being held to the fire right now for why they are disparaging our law enforcement, for why they are supporting a criminal, for why they are openly becoming his co-conspirators, the ones who both already were and the ones who are now choosing choosing to join Donald Trump in these crimes. Those are the questions we need to be asked. That's the kind of fire that these people need to be held to. Not, oh, I wonder if uh, the truth is somewhere in between uh, that this was a total FBI uh, stunt. And no, there's the truth. The truth is this is not political whatsoever. Zero politicization. Couldn't agree more with you, Brett, but let's actually show
0: this play out with the real examples of what's taking place. And let's take a sample of it and and, and show. So why don't we take a look at what this is, what Fox News is saying? So this is the radical right extremist Fox News Network, which shouldn't be called news. Just call them the radical right extremist networks, Fox, that, you know, gives right wing radical extremist talking points. But let's show what Jesse Waters was saying um, about uh, the about the FBI search. Play this clip.
1: Why didn't they just go in and grab what the archivist said was missing? Why'd they take all day, go into every room, grab box after box after box of stuff? See, now there's no chain of custody on the boxes. And if they plant evidence, Trump can't prove it. They planted evidence last time on the campaign. Remember the dossier, the moles, they doctored it too, remember? That's how they got the warrant to spy. And
0: now let's also show the platform that they give people like Rand Paul, radical right extremist Republican senator, and what he has to say and what he's being platformed to say by the radical right media.
3: No people distrust so much the government that we've gotten to the point where For example, do I know that the boxes
1: of material they took from Mar-a-Lago, that they won't put things in those boxes to entrap him? How do we know? Their lawyers weren't allowed to see the boxes go. They weren't categorized. That's gonna be a problem. Thousands of documents were taken. Yeah, Mm -hmm. how do we know that they're going to be honest with us about what's actually in the boxes? How do we Mm -hmm. know that was in the box before it left the residence if the lawyers weren't allowed to see everything? So, you know, they've lost a great deal of trust.
0: And now just to kind of Um, step even more into kind of batshit crazy territory, Um, this is even, I guess, further radical right of Fox. This is what real American voice is saying, which is just essentially full QAnon at this point. But nonetheless, this is what's being fed to the radical right base. I'm just playing this for you. So you know what information is being discussed and how these radical right extremists who support Trump still are talking about this Mm -hmm. Um, play this clip.
3: Dumb woman. Of course there are satanic cults that are running this. Of course there's child abuse. Of course there's pedophiles everywhere in the government. And guess what? The mainstream media is protecting them too and that's why she feels the need to ask him these questions. Well guess what? Trump wouldn't, he, he would not basically say that that wasn't true because he knows it's true. Mm-hmm. And he knows that, and he even said it himself, he was basically supporting QAnon by saying, hey, I hear they're against pedophiles, so am I. Mm-hmm. Because he knows. And that was another hint he was dropping to us. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying, yeah, we, we knew that, that those parts, but guess what? These are, this is all part of the puzzle that I'm trying to put together here, well, which is that the deep state, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately this past raid of Mar-a-Lago, it's a threat. Right. It's a threat because they don't want him to expose the pedophiles that he knows about. Right. And that's what impeachment was about, that's what the Russia hoax was about, Mm -hmm. that's what every single, that's what January 6th was about, that's why they planted all those people from the FBI there, because they wanted to make Trump look out, look like he's some domestic terrorist, like he's some insurrectionist. Right. It was a threat. It was a threat from the deep state. Right. They're coming after him. And it's because they don't want him to expose the pedophiles. And you know what? He hasn't really yet. He hasn't. No, He's no, dropped really hints, haven't. but he hasn't fully exposed them yet. What will be interesting mm-hmm. is to see if in 2024, if he runs again, or even if he doesn't run again, mm-hmm. if he does des- decide to do that.
0: Yeah. So that's a clip right there
1: from real. They're con- <laughs> Why? Why is pedophilia always on their mind? Like 24s, all these people think about is pedophilia. Yeah, and we know they're saying, you're saying that everything. Mar-a-Lago
0: was searched because Donald Trump was trying to expose a pedophile ring and the FBI wanted ah, to stop uh, that yeah, from okay. happening. Yeah, so that's, that makes sense. So that's what's going on on the right. But uh. right on what's supposed to be the mainstream media that purports to tell people the truth. I mean, just show, for example, this Washington Post headline and we'll read the Washington Post headline. But the Washington Post headline says, quote, Garland vowed to depoliticize justice. Then the FBI searched Mar-a-Lago and that they changed that headline The first headline was basically Garland is politicizing it and the Democrats are politicizing this issue. And Brett, just so you know,
1: what did Brian Stelter from CNN say? So Brian Stelter from CNN, he writes more than 36 hours have passed since the FBI showed up at Mar-a-Lago. Officials have not explained why, even though they have very good reasons for staying silent. The criticism is becoming deafening. The criticism by who? By who? The criticism by cultists, by liars, by gaslighters, by bad actors. You do not have to give them a voice. You do not have to give them a voice. We don't need to hear their criticism, media. There's no reason for that. Your job is to find the truth. If somebody says, and I, I wrote this online yesterday, if somebody says, if Democrats say, the sky is blue. Now. Let's not get into the detail. Actually, the water reflects. And for the for sake of the sky is blue. If somebody looks outside and says the sky is blue and somebody else says, well, actually, the sky is made out of babies eaten by George Soros. The truth is not somewhere between those two statements. The truth is the truth. And it doesn't make you a biased liberal journalist if you go, you know what? Democrats are telling the truth and Republicans are spreading these batshit crazy conspiracy theories that are damaging the public. That's how it needs to be reported, not as a Well, it must be somewhere in the middle. You know what both sides is? If you have the truth, what's the other side to the truth, Jordy? A lie. Thank you. We don't need to both sides the truth. And that is what I'm seeing every single day. Yesterday, I even had on MSNBC and MSNBC and Katie Turr, who I normally I normally really like Katie Turr. I think she does a really good job. And the question she was asking was, but wasn't this a little bit too much force? Couldn't they have just requested the documents? I'm sure Donald Trump would have just handed them over. They did ask. They've been asking. Their lawyers have been (laughs) in conversations for months. What what are these Stelter? Questions?
2: Brian Stelter from CNN is one of the biggest schlubs in media. He's right up there with Chuck Todd, man. I can't stand yeah, that guy. He he's such a bad faith actor. He yeah. really, truly is just a terrible, 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 terrible reporter. You know, it's anyway, like, because
0: they want to do this kind of ping pong. Reporting. Exactly.
2: They make it a football game where, where there are facts. There are facts. Oh, that I'm you fired have up right by. now, Jordy. I'm fired up. What happened to CNN's Apple ad, Brett? This is an Apple. What happened to that CNN? That's what I want to know. Well, now, well, first, they came up with those. This is
1: an Apple ads after they got criticized for helping to elect Trump in 2016. And so they, you know, they were like, okay, this is the truth. Our ads, if you remember, it was just like a white background that actually looked like an Apple computer ad white background, had a picture of an Apple and it said, this is an Apple. Some people may tell you it's a banana, but it's an Apple and that's our job. And I agree with that. And I agree with that. The problem is, in reality, CNN's reporting is this is an Apple, but Republicans say it's a dinosaur. (laughs) Well, the truth must be somewhere in between those two statements. And so let's bring on Lindsey Graham to talk about why it's a dinosaur and why Democrats are ruining the country. Like, what are you doing? What are you becoming? What are you becoming? No wonder people are leaving CNN and these mainstream channels in droves. That's why people are relying on other source information. That's why people listen to Midas Touch. That's why people come here because we're not going to both sides this shit. We're not going to give them any cover. We're not going to give them any political cover. We're not going to give them any legal cover. You know what? Guess what? If Barack Obama and they're trying to say Barack Obama stole all these documents, Barack Obama donated documents to his his Obama library, which was donated like through the government. They're trying to compare those two things and saying, well, Obama took documents. This is the disingenuous play of uh, one of the other disingenuous plays of Fox News. If Obama stole confidential documents, I hope the FBI would do the same thing to him. That's the difference between us and them. If I see a crime, I want the crime to be prosecuted. That is what's happening. It's very basic. There's nothing political about it. The FBI is not run by Democrats. Christopher Wray was appointed by, you named it, Donald Trump. This is ridiculous. It deserves zero air, zero balance of this. Might They might have a point here, though. Maybe Merrick Garland is to Merrick Garland. Have you heard the criticism of Merrick Garland over the past few months? You're now gonna act like Merrick Garland is some sort of militant, crazy democratic prosecutor. Get out of here. Just stop it. You're disgusting. You are absolutely disgusting even though
0: some of the you know voices on supposedly that are, you know democratic voices, you know, or or voices that claim to. Are be you left. So, Are you talking Cuomo? You, I'm. I'm just in general. You know, they're like, oh, Merrick Garland may have gone too far now, and it's like, what are you talking about? He served a search warrant. I mean, he served a valid search warrant. He happens went in every front day of a, to
1: American citizens every single day. Happens it every happens day. Every single
0: and day. The Justice Department got a search warrant from a magistrate judge in Florida who signed it and found probable cause of a crime
1: and searched a property. That is what if they could do this to the president of the United States, they could do this to you. Exactly. You now learned what it means when people say the phrase nobody is above the law. Brett, what do you uh, want? A dictator? Australian uh, uh, digital paper website
0: called The Shovel actually did a really good job Read yeah, some no, of that. Sho- That's
1: really good. Read some the of that shovels for view on
0: the Donald Trump FBI raid. And it talks about exactly what you said. And it goes, we certainly are no fans of Donald Trump. Let's make that clear from the outset. But yesterday's raid by the FBI on the home of the former president sets a dangerous precedent, a precedent which now means that anyone who evades taxes, attempts to undermine an election, sexually assaults women, manipulates the value of their assets, uses state resources to enrich themselves or aids and abets the overthrow of democratically elected government will be subject to investigation. Is that the world we want to live in? Where anyone <laughs> accused of insurrection can be subject to questioning from law enforcement officers? It's a slippery slope. Before we know it, regular citizens accused of defrauding the government, concealing evidence, manipulating financial documents, or preventing the course of justice will also have to to be held accountable i could go on but that's the flavor go to theshovel.com.au to take a look <laughs> that at was it great but it, they really said it great there though perfectly
2: and that's some quality satire the radical
0: right it. extremists too i mean again we talked about this earlier in the show though but just the responses of defund the fbi that the that the FBI director who Trump appointed defund law enforcement, defund defund, the FBI. Marjorie Taylor Greene is selling CIA. shirts.
1: Marjorie Taylor Greene is shirts selling defund mugs, the FBI. It's street. always part
0: of their grift as well. But this has real consequences. Uh, an armed suspect uh, this morning threatened the Cincinnati FBI office uh, today. And this was. In response to the right wings, you know, extremist, militant, uh, defaming, inciting violence of the FBI, you notice, too, this is one of their go to tactics that they always do. And it's very intentionally done to scare people into submission. A typical tactic of fascism. One of the things that Fox did repeatedly that the right wing media did repeatedly is go on the Facebook account of the magistrate judge who signed the warrant, show photographs of him and give his name out and basically imply and direct the right-wing followers to hurt and to kill him.
1: Yeah, exactly. And this was on that Jesse Waters broadcast that that we showed the clip from earlier where they showed a clip of this magistrate judge. They showed him like, you know, like a funny picture of him from his Facebook page, like holding a bottle of whiskey, at, whiskey and eating cereal and saying like, gonna be a fun night or something. And they're trying to like- First of all, that looks badass like that, that photo. I don't know what you're talking about, um, but like looks like he had a great night, but like they, they try to take these pictures and like try to make them out of context and try to shame, harass and try to send their audience to kill these people. And, you know, we've talked. A lot about this show. It's a term that I've brought up quite a bit about stochastic terrorism. Stochastic terrorism is when groups like Fox or the Republican Party demonize somebody so that they don't have to take violent action against that person. They get to stay at a distance from the violent action against that person, but they get to stoke violence from the public against those people. And that's what we saw at this FBI field office already. I knew it was going to happen, I didn't know it was going to happen that quickly um, and I mean right now all we really know about this as we're recording this is that the armed gunman tried to break into the FBI field office he fired a nail gun at law enforcement he then held up an AR-15 style rifle before fleeing in a vehicle there were unconfirmed reports that he was shooting at police officers from a cornfield uh the building is locked down the highways are locked down the building is currently safe uh, as of time of this recording the suspect has not yet been caught. But this is what the Republican Party is causing. They've been demonizing the FBI for the past 48 hours. They've been saying that the FBI, the DOJ is corrupt. They've been talking openly about civil war. They've been talking openly about the need to get your guns, get your weapons. This is horrific behavior, and the Republican Party needs to be held accountable for it. And one thing I wanted to say to Brett
0: a, a little bit ago
1: was
0: I don't think I don't view myself as a political person. I don't really even view Midas touch as a political group. Like we've become political in a sense, because what I thought were very basic issues that right. all Americans should agree on have become a democratic issue or a pro-democracy issue and republicans have taken the counterpoint to issues that i thought okay we all agree on this stuff i always thought okay maybe what we disagree (laughs) on is like how are we going to fix the economy and you believe in trickle down economics i believe that we need to empower unions that Mm, most americans should be getting relief as opposed to billionaires but ultimately our goal is to supercharge the economy, and I just think your way of doing it is really representing the one percent. And my way of doing it is uplifting from the bottom up. Yeah, let's know, have, let's let's side. have that debate. I thought that our differences were in terms of you know healthcare, for example. That I believe it's everybody should have healthcare. I believe healthcare should be cheap and affordable for everybody. But okay, you believe that healthcare should be privatized, and you believe that private business does it better than you know, doing it in a way that could be more controlled to make sure everybody has access to emergency rooms. I disagree with you. But ultimately, if you're at least trying to say we want to get health care to as many people as possible and doing it this way, like I'm like we could have that debate and fight through those issues. But when you tell me a global pandemic is not real, when you tell me we need to arrest Dr. Fauci, our top scientist who's working for the government, not just your argument is not just that vaccines shouldn't be, you know, vaccines
1: shouldn't be mandatory. By the way, Our that's a debate, that's a debate that- we could have. Do mandates work? Should we have a mandate? I'll happily have that debate with somebody. Well, your
0: thing is we need to <laughs> we need to ignore the science and we need to lock up the scientists and put them in jail for giving us the best information that exists. Your argument is that the insurrection was some sort of festival and that that it's cool to try to break into the Capitol building and break into the Capitol building to obstruct the Democratic election. You think it's cool to make up that satellites are, you know, when I started in law practice, because I worked at a very high profile firm, we would get these phone calls from 5150s, we would call it, where someone would call the firm and they would be like, um, you know, my my mind is wired by the CIA and we're connected to a secret <laughs> satellite and the satellite is connected to the, you know, uh, this Italian field office. And what they're trying to do is control a secret pedophile ring and only the only person who could stop it. And we would call up and we would then, you know, say internally, we go, that was a 5150. The right. 5150 is the Republican Party. <laughs> Those are their ideas ahead of their and time. I become political person. because these people are a political party and now they're trying to kill me and my brothers and my family and the fucking country, so I become political. The 5150s <laughs> are the true. Republicans, these are crazy fucking people. But these, this isn't even a debate. These are real nutcases, and we need to stand up to these fucking nutcases because these nutcases are going to try to turn our entire country into a country
1: of nutcases. That's that's how I feel. It's wild. But Ben, the real victim of Sandy Hook was Alex Jones being politically persecuted. No, no. To that point, did you
0: see at the Beto O'Rourke rally last night? This is the sick radical right. 5150 fucking nutcases as he's talking about Uvalde and how we need to fix Uvalde. They're laughing. Their avid supporters come in and they start laughing and mocking him as he's talking about uh, guy with an ar-15 who shot fucking kids and that's what he and he's laughing and beto o'rourke who's just a common sense he i feel like beto's challenging channeling all of us he's like you motherfucker what are you doing (laughs) you're laughing you think this is a joke that kids are dying and they do the radical right extremists think this is funny they think kids dying is funny they think women suffering
1: is funny these are sick sick people and the world is waking up to it Let's play the Beto clip really quickly because it's just, it's that good. And you need to see it, if you haven't seen it yet, I'm pretty sure everyone has seen it by now, but let's play the clip.
2: The law that's on the books, ladies and gentlemen, that says that you can buy not one, you can buy two or more if you want to, AR-15s, hundreds of rounds of ammunition, and take that weapon that was originally designed for use on the battlefields in Vietnam to penetrate an enemy
0: soldier's helmet at 500 feet and knock him down dead up against kids at five feet it may be funny to you motherfucker but it's not funny to me okay
1: And that is how we have to call out these radical terrorists every single time. And you know why that clip is so impactful? Because it's so authentic. It's so authentic. It's exactly why John Fetterman is resonating in Pennsylvania. It's why Beto is resonating because it is so authentic. He's not afraid to be off the cuff. He's not afraid to go off the talking points or whatever. Tim Ryan, talk, Val Tim Ryan, talk, And that's why these people, look at all the polls. All these people are crushing it. Beto is now neck and neck with Abbott. The rest of them are all basically crushing, crushing their opponents in the polls. And we need a highlight that, you know what, the Democratic Party, in addition to all the things that we are working in the policies, the minutiae of policies of everything, guess what, we're normal people. We're normal people. We're not going to harass school shooting victims. How about that? The other party, that's what they want. That the
0: radical right is trying to paint is projection because they're the most radical, crazy people that there are. And on our side, the pro democracy coalition. This is this is normal. We just care about our families. We just want to go about our lives. We don't wear these gigantic red hats that say "Make America Great." Like the lady in front of the Trump who talks about, you know, uh, you know, again, all of the conspiracy theories in the world. You know the the. the the theory that I wake up with is how do I how do I make my life and my family's life and my community's life better? That's the theory that I want to figure out. I have no interest in spreading disinfo. And you take that Beto clip, Brett, and you compare that Beto clip to one, the ranting and ravings of
1: defund the
0: FBI. And all the bluster and the bravado, the mafioso of Donald despicable Trump. But when Tish James pressed him, and I love that Tish James was there. I love that looking Tish him James straight was,
1: in the. I eye. like
0: that Tish James was you know as the, the attorney general usually delegates these things to deputies who actually handle it. You know she was like the office. I got this Tish one. James <laughs> said, "Let me get in there. I wanted I want a front row seat at this and ask Donald Trump questions about." about the valuation of his properties. That's what the Tish James, New York attorney general investigation is. And after Donald Trump saying repeatedly in the past, only criminals take the fifth. The mafia takes the fifth. Despicable that you take the fifth. We're just gonna have this watch this guy, everything he freaking says, he does 20 times freaking worse.
2: And are we gonna get that deposition footage?
1: Oh, we got to get that. De- oh, you know, we're going to have that you dep- seen the old Trump deposition footage? You should YouTube it if you can. First of all, he just uh, I don't know if he was pretending or being serious. He acts like he can't read the whole time he he picks up. He, there's the one where he's like wearing the glasses. He looks at the paper. He goes, I don't know what these words are. I don't know what this is. I can't read this. It's It's really embarrassing. And Donald Trump, you know, he had a chance here too. you know, to clear it up. You know, you're being accused of something you're being accused of. Uh, you're being accused of. If. Fraudulent uh, data. Uh, give us your own reasoning. Exactly. Me, guy's uh, under so understand. many
2: different investigations. Man, I went on Facebook the other day, and uh, just that that far right contingency that lives on Facebook. Just regular people, though, talking about they didn't even realize what the first raid was about. Um, Mar-a-Lago, that was they're a like, question. I can't believe he's being raided for January 6th. This is crazy. Like that was their, and they tell on them themselves. That was yeah, their initial gut reaction.
1: It's like, no, 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 is the other crime yeah. holding <laughs> no, aid, no, no. Hold, was, hold, holding holding aid to Ukraine? No, 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 no. The other crime. Yep. The the other crime. Uh, misvaluing his properties. No, 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 no. <laughs> the other crime. Oh, the assault on women. No, 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 the no, no. The other crime. Just go down the list. Just go down the list. But George Conway
0: posted this. George Conway posted this graphic about the update. Fifth Amendment leaderboard for those keeping track. Donald Trump is in the lead with 440 uh, taking the Fifth Amendment, saying fifth in his deposition. Now, that is more than uh, John Eastman and Jeff Clark. John Eastman with 146 taking of the fifth. Not even close. Jeff Clark with 125. John Eastman, Trump's lawyer, Jeff Clark, the low-level DOJ environmental lawyer who... Donald Trump tried to make the um, United States attorney general to send letters to all of the states telling him to overturn the results of an election. So that's the fifth, amendment, when, amendment when he takes board. the
2: fifth, as, from the lawyer's perspective, he's literally, he has to say the whole phrase, or does he say fifth? He he has to acknowledge that he's taking the fifth, fifth after fifth, every fifth, question. Fifth. It's like the Chappelle there's di- fifth, there, there, there's
0: different <laughs> There's different ways of doing it, because sometimes if you know the person's going to take the fifth, rather than spend six hours with them in a day of asking the question and having them say the fifth, it'd be shorter than that. If they have to say the fifth, sometimes I'll reach an agreement with their lawyer and I'll go, is it fair to say that no matter what question I ask you, you will take the fifth today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get them to say
1: yes. And I'll just say, okay, you're just taking the fifth on everything. Now. Two, um, I, I have, I have two things on, on this first, a common phrase that we keep hearing is adverse inference as related to the fifth amendment and uh donald trump in the civil case and let's be clear this is the new york civil case not the criminal case so ben if you could use your little lawyerly put on your little lawyer hat i think that's what the sombrero is called now your lawyer cap uh put on your lawyer cap and tell us a little bit what does adverse inference mean what does taking the fifth mean in a civil case as opposed to a criminal case are there differences
0: yeah. So remember, uh, there's civil cases and criminal cases, criminal cases in the ultimate sense, either misdemeanors or felonies, depending on the, the type of crime, means at the end of the day, you would be found guilty. And if you're found guilty, you go to jail and then there's are sentencing. And the code provides how long you go to jail for. In a civil case, you're not found guilty. Right. You're found liable. You're found responsible. And the consequence in a civil case, though, could be an injunction. That could shut down your business or stop you from doing something or directing you to do something. Or in the more common sense, in a civil case, it's money. You've defrauded X amount of people. You owe money as a financial penalty for violating some law. Or if it's someone suing somebody for injuring someone, you have to pay that person money. So like in the Alex Jones case, for example, right? Alex Jones had to pay money to the plaintiff. He was found liable. It wasn't that they were found guilty. If you take the Fifth Amendment in a criminal case, that can't be used against you. You have a constitutional right to take the Fifth Amendment. So in a criminal case, you can't go and say, he's taking the Fifth. He's now he or she isn't testifying that should show that they're guilty. Look, they're not even testifying. You can't even make that argument in your opening, and your closing. You can't even tell the jury that, that that that's a bad thing. They have an absolute constitutional right to take the Fifth Amendment. But in the civil case, if you take the Fifth, again, because it's about money, it's not about life, liberty, right? It's or, or, And your property. I mean, it is about property, but not about your life and your liberty. Um, it's about monetary damages. You taking the Fifth is is a sign essentially of guilt and so an adverse inference basically means that you can tell the jury to infer something adverse right you can infer that the reason that they're not testifying or that they didn't answer the question is that what they were going to say would have harmed them and so exactly what you can do in the criminal case to make the inference that's adverse that they're not testifying because they're probably guilty you can get up in a civil case in front of the jury and basically say, I asked him and he took the fifth from that. You should all
1: infer that he
0: did it because if he didn't do it, he'd answer those questions. He so could have provided the
1: fact he could have corrected the record. I don't so much from you, big bro. And so that's much the from adverse, me. Yeah, the, yeah, that's that's what what the Here's my second question for you. All right. Do you think the reason why she asked all the questions to Donald Trump was to kind of say, look at all the shit we got on you? Because you know that phrase, like a lawyer doesn't ask a question that they don't know the answer to. So going through it, 440 plus questions, that's a lot of info to kind of be telling Donald Trump, like, we know you did this. We know you did that. We know you did this. We know you did that.
3: It's
0: also, as I gave my example, it's not like a car accident case, right? It's not a slip and fall case, right? Where the the pleading the fifth relates to a discrete event, right? Like in a car accident case, were you... Uh, under the influence of alcohol when you were driving the car? How many ways can you ask that question, right? So I'll just basically say to the lawyer on the other side, will you agree that they'll plead the fifth on that question? Uh, Yes. Okay. I don't need to keep asking that question 75 different ways. But because this financial (laughs) fraud is complex, right, and has many entities and many layers, what Tish James wants to avoid is missing anything where He can basically argue, well, I never was even asked that question. So by asking each specific question, when she writes her motion, what they'll likely file eventually is something called the summary judgment motion and say to the judge, it's undisputed that the Trump organization engaged in misconduct. Here's the fraud that they committed. Let me lay them out for you. Boom, 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 boom. This property, this property, this property, that property, that property. And why is it undisputed? Well, Trump didn't dispute it. Here's what he answered in this question. Here's what he answered on that question. You go down the questions and then you say, judge, this doesn't even have to go in front of a jury. You should be able to just decide it. The facts are clear. Trump did it. If he didn't do it, he would have given testimony. But yes, it also gives that added effect too of the drama that she does know it. But strategically, now you've hit every element of every fraud and it's not just a few basic questions. Something else I wanna teach you, Brett, is that if you go to store.mitistouch.com store.mitistouch.com we have these great Convict 45 pins. Some people call it Convict 45. It's I call so it Convict good. 45 call it whatever jordy's also wearing the famous texas paul t-shirts jordy Jordy got so excited he just fell off off his his chair chair right now (laughs) but go to store.midastouch.com and check out all the midas touch gear as we head into the fall as summer comes to its close although let's enjoy the rest of this democracy summer you want to get democracy summer you want to get the freshest dark branded summer, folks. Dark branded summer. You want to get the freshest pro democracy gear out there heading into midterms. Go to store.mitistouch.com. Get those convict 45 pins. Get the Texas Paul shirts. Get a bunch of the other Midas Touch gear. Check out store.mitistouch.com. And, Brett, I also want to talk about some of the uh, horrific things that are going on in the states as well. Then I want to highlight some of uh, Biden's accomplishments. First, let's talk about some of the horrific things going on in the states. You learned about this case going on in Nebraska, where a 17-year-old who's now being charged as an adult, um, and she's being charged for taking an abortion pill, having an abortion uh, slightly after 20 weeks is the accusation, being criminally charged as is her mother, for aiding and abetting the uh, abortion shortly after 20 weeks. And one of the uh, when it was actually someone nearby who or someone in her world ratted her out to uh, the police. Um, And then when the police were investigating, the teenager uh, told the police that it was a stillborn. The police didn't believe her and didn't stop there so they subpoenaed all of her social media and one of the social media they subpoenaed was facebook and facebook sent documents and information and sent information and in very private conversations between this young teenager and her mother and uh based on those are now trying to prosecute the mother the daughter um you know, for having an abortion, the, the, the doc, everybody involved in this. This is one of those nightmare situations that, um, you know, everyone had been talking about where the state is showing up in someone's house, arresting teenagers, charging them as adults with murder
1: and literally destroying their futures. Um, And let me just say, fuck Facebook and also just don't, you know, it's a lesson, like everything you say online can be accessed at some point. So just don't assume that any of your private communication, it was a private DM, it wasn't a public post. These were private DMs between a mother and a daughter um, that Facebook handed over to authorities. So I think that's just something we all need to be very cognizant of.
0: We also should mention, you know, Indiana, basically a total abortion ban in Indiana, the way Indiana responded to the fact that a 10-year-old girl who was raped was able to get an abortion in the state was basically to have a total ban on abortions. They do have some exceptions in Indiana, but even the exceptions for rape and incest have a very short time frame where you have to get the abortion. Um, So it basically would make it very, very, very difficult, even in cases of, of rape and incest and even where the life of a mother could be placed in jeopardy, then you see this dystopian thing that the radical right extremists are doing as well, like in Georgia, for example. I mean, they also instituted an extreme abortion ban in Georgia at six weeks there. And they try to frame things like with the in terms of what the exceptions are as though, oh, that's not an abortion, Um, When it would meet their definition of an abortion and they would ban it and they would and they would prevent that from happening. And so when people are warning that uh, women who have miscarriages could be investigated criminally, Mm -hmm. it's undisputed that they can. That women who have miscarriage, the same way what we just saw in Nebraska, a woman has a miscarriage. The police will investigate that to determine if that was actually a miscarriage. Or if it violated the six week abortion ban in Georgia. And then you have the Georgia GOP say that's totally false. There's not going to be investigations for miscarriages. Yes, there will be. That's your law. I guess they just rely on people who don't read the law. That's it. And and just make and just make it up. And then when people have the consequences, they just gaslight.
1: And they yeah, just no, go, that's it's, not happening. That's not it's all. Happening. It, it's it's all it's all gaslighting. But now you know we, we talk about messaging a lot on the show, and we often criticize Democrats for messaging, and we go, "Oh, the Republican messaging—they are so good at messaging. theirs They're not, guys. They're not. They have a gigantic megaphone to spread lies." And they, and they just lie whole all the time.
0: That just does, they what, have does multiple networks.
1: Well, well, yeah, multiple. Even the networks that
0: are purportedly lean left, they don't lean left. Okay, like they don't. You know, they equally help the radical right talking points. So every day, you're right, Brett. Like the radical right, they just have megaphones injecting this thing constantly. Just
1: lie 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 lie. lie, 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 lie. It's not about the message. It's about the fact that they have megaphones that are just spouting propaganda and disinformation. Not dislike. like. Russia, you know, if you talk to uh, I saw a video which I have been trying to find. If somebody could find this video and send it to me, please. I, thought, I think I saw it on TikTok about a week ago. But it was a, a Russian woman who was asked, you know, uh, what do you think about the war? And she goes, what war? And she goes, the war, the the fact that the invasion of Russia into Ukraine, she goes, what invasion? And they go, you don't know about the invasion. She goes, oh no, we're helping Ukraine rebuild. Ukraine is in a difficult place. They've been overcome by Nazis and, and we're helping them out a bunch. That right there, she at least is being forced to consume propaganda. She really doesn't have other options there. Here, we have people willfully watching our propaganda networks who sound just as insane, spouting just as insane talking points, because here is the Republican Party's messaging heading into the midterms. And yes, add on to the list. Feel free. Go through the comments, add on to the list. But the main points, they want to defund the FBI. That's a popular idea right there. Defund the FBI. Toxin exposed veterans. Nah, They shouldn't get any health care. Fuck them. Fuck them social security, Medicare, lose them, eliminate them, gone. No one wants that 10 year old to get raped. They have to give birth to that baby. They have to give birth to their rapist baby. That's the Republican platform. Insulin, make sure those prices stay super high. Make sure those prices are very high so that diabetic people die or go bankrupt. That's Republican platform. It's all mixed in with this extremism, this gaslighting, this propaganda, these lies. But that is the republic. I wish I was being hyperbolic. I wish you could check me and go, Brett, I mean, chill out a little bit. Like, Come on, stop exaggerating. You sound a little crazy. I wish. Please. Right, Mar- You can't
0: possibly tell me that at the conservative political action convention committee convention that there was a booth that had a jail cell with an insurrectionist <laughs> the insurrectionist and that one of the top Republican congresswomen sat there and knelt next to a guy who pled guilty, who then turned on other insurrectionists and gave you their phone tell numbers. You could me that out. they
1: have a they, they sign. Have a that appeared above the stage that said, we are all domestic terrorists, right? I mean, you made that up. That's a little, that sounds a little wacky, right? That sounds a little crazy.
0: <laughs> that That is who they are. But let's talk about who we are and let's talk about the Biden accomplishments. Woo! So inflation, there was zero inflation last month, right? That's the headline number, which was well below the expectation that there was gonna be an increase in inflation. Also good core inflation reading, which was also below expectations. And it's based on the current data. We've reached an inflation peak. Look, problems happen when there was a baby formula shortage that was caused by mismanagement in a prior administration and needing to fix something that could be potentially deadly to babies. Biden went in, fixed it, got airplanes, shipped it, addressed the problem, solved. Inflation created by Trump's wayward trade policies. We try to do it. We fix it. We address it, solve. Gas prices, Gas prices are high. But guess what? Biden tried to fix it. And he did. Gas prices are back below four dollars. First time since March. Um, The national average for gas prices is about three ninety nine and they've fallen for fifty eight straight days. And jobs, jobs, jobs. Biden signs the CHIPS Act. And with the CHIPS Act, um, supercharging our semiconductor and Uh, Chip industry, already we're seeing companies like Micron announce 40,000 jobs and a $40 billion investment in memory chip manufacturing. And a bunch of other chip manufacturers are going to start hiring here and close the gap to have semiconductors made here, right in the United States. What's more better than made in America, right there? And so we see all of this the Inflation Reduction Act being signed into law. All of these great things that Biden is making a reality, the leadership by Biden, his accomplishments in the past two years, frankly, are unprecedented. That's what's unprecedented. It's not unprecedented that the DOJ and the FBI is going to criminally investigate criminals. (laughs) It's unprecedented the accomplishments that Biden had, and it's unprecedented that you have a fascist dictator wannabe mm-hmm. in Donald Trump who's supported by a radical right-wing Republican party that's just capped out and said, we don't even have a platform. That's actually what they said. Truth. Erase the platform. No, platform. no platform. Our only platform as a political party is we will do whatever Daddy Trump, whatever this disgusting, despicable psychopath wants us to do. We, the Republicans, will follow that into the weird, weird, weird lemon cliff. That is where we are all headed and let them head there and let us fight together as a pro-democracy movement. That's what we are building here. And yes, does it piss us off that the media is so freaking terrible? Sure, but guess what? We don't whine about it. We create our own media in response. That's what the Midas Media Network is all about. Our own unapologetically pro-democracy media and with all of the people who subscribe on YouTube, who subscribe to the podcast, you see the way content as it should be unapologetically calling traitors, traitors, calling fascists, fascists, speaking the truth and never both sides in issues. That is what the Midas Media Network is. Make sure to leave a five-star review on this podcast. Make sure you subscribe right now on the YouTube channel. For YouTube listeners, do me this one favor, one small favor I ask of you, YouTube watchers. Subscribe wherever you get the audio podcast. Subscribe on audio as well, and make sure you click the play button on the audio. That is helpful to our overall rankings and algorithms, so make sure you
1: do that. Brett, last words then you could toss it to Jay. Last words, I'm feeling good, guys. Democrats are overperforming across the country in house races. We got a good shot at this. We've got good momentum. We are working for the people while Republicans are just trying to take away the rights of the people. So we need to keep fighting. We need to keep doing this. I'm feeling good. But what we need is for you to take action and for you to stay in this fight. Less than 90 days, let's do it. Jordy, as you say.
2: Shout out to the Midas
3: Moody!